This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. On the line today we have a very inspirational person, someone who's sitting down at Otago Polytechnic and I had the opportunity to meet recently at a leadership workshop in Auckland called the Seed Leadership Programme run by the Blind Foundation. So good morning Carolyn Tregay. Good morning Julie Wood. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's very exciting to have you on the line. And tell us what your role is at the Polytech. I work in customer services and I've um, been here for 28 years. I've worked in a number of roles. But at the moment I work in customer services, um, doing applications, serving people on the front counter in our main reception area. And we've just moved into a brand new building, refit building. And how's that going in terms of getting around? It has its issues, but yeah, we're getting there, we're getting there. Okay, and we'll talk about those issues because Ron and I picked up Carolyn a couple of weeks ago to go out to the airport to fly to Auckland to attend the leadership program that I talked about um, just before. And on the way out to the airport, I said to Carolyn, how would you like me to describe your disability to the Air New Zealand staff um, and the ground crew? And she's got a very grand title. Would you like to share it with everybody, Carolyn? Well, it's one called deafblind. Deafblind. Yeah, it's probably a term a lot of people haven't heard of, um, and that is where a person has a visual impairment or is blind, totally blind. So in my case, I'm not totally blind like you are. Yeah. I do have some sight, but also I have a hearing um, issue. So I wear two hearing aids. So... That's where the deaf blind comes in. It's a dual disability and it causes a different set of issues for people when they have those two, more than one disability. Mm. And of course, when we think, when I think of deaf blind, I think of Helen Keller. And I think mm. when people hear the term, they think totally deaf, totally blind. And I know for, for blindness, it's 96% of the, of the blind community see something. So most blind people see a little bit and obviously most deaf people hear things as well. So it's the fact that as you say, that the double impact of the hearing and the vision impairment together creates its own kind of challenges. And, and so right. ha, what are they, Carolyn? Well, when we went to the airport, of course, you could hear the call, but mm. I couldn't very well hear it because of all the noise going on. But you had sufficient vision to get us through the security check-in, yeah. so that was really helpful. Yeah, we went through the security check-in together. Um, we we told Don and we told Ron we didn't need him um, that day. <laughs> oh, he was dismissed from we, duty. We left him behind. We left him for dust. And of course, in New Zealand, have a, a wonderful. Actually, I think we flew. Sorry, we flew Jetstar, didn't we that day? But back in New Zealand, but both airlines have fantastic meet and assist, which means that people with disabilities can be assisted through the airport um, mm. if if it required. So it's a fantastic system. So you went up to Auckland to attend the Seed Leadership Program, mm. Carolyn. So you spent three days with me and Denise Bancroft facilitating the leadership workshop and, and how did you find it? Um, very challenging and a really great group of people as mm. well um, mm. with a variety of um, vision impairment and other issues um, and uh, 
from all around the country too. That was that was the other nice thing. Yeah, so we had and ten. ten blind people or 10 people with yep. vision impairment and one sighted person and as you say they range from Dunedin right up to Auckland and the Hawke's Bay and Nelson, yep. a brother and sister from Nelson. And They and, were amazing. Yeah, it's, that's one of the great things about getting together isn't it? Mm, mm. And it, the, one of the things that inspired me about the program was that it's not just for blind or vision impaired people the program is also for family and supporters as well. And I think that is um, one of the things to be encouraged because they get to get alongside um, people who are blind and learn what it is like and they also develop themselves So because we need them in our community as well to be able to help us. We do. They're our, our support team, aren't they? They're our cheerleaders. They're our support team, our cheerleaders and... Um, when they spend time with us, they, they, they're impacted as well. And they bring something to the table as well. They do. And we know that you do a lot of work in the community and part of being on the leadership program was to incorporate that um, theory really into practice. So what, what's something that you're going to do as a result of doing the program? Um, well, I've got... I've got we, we had three sort of areas we could cover and I went... I could do that, I could do this, or I could do that. I had something in each each area. Um, my life is fairly full. Um, I work full-time. So I have a group of friends here at work who meet. We're actually meeting today, actually, in our staff room. It's a staff group called Slice Group. So if you bake, you're allowed to eat. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I like the rule. And, yep, that, that's just the plain simple rules. If you don't beg, you can subcontract or you can, you know, you don't have to, um, you don't have to, it's about participation and being a community of people getting together to share stories and to um, share community. So we're starting that back up now. So I often facilitate that, send out the email, etc., and get that going. Um, so that's my Polytech community, and of course my team here is customer services um, at Polytech, and that's a rather large team as well. Um, there's um, we're in the throes of graduation and applications for 2016, etc. So we've got a whole lot of people there, and in the community, I'm part of St Matthew's Anglican Church on the corner of Stafford and Hope Street. And one of my roles there is um, leading a house group. And I have a women's group called Flourish, which I started earlier this year. And part of that is doing craft. Part of it is hearing faith stories within our community. People telling their stories, their journey in life um, about God and their, their walk with God. And it's an amazing group of women um, who've come together. So um, that was really, really, that's really part of my leadership skills um, in doing that. Fantastic. And that's another community that I belong to mm. where um, they've got used to me um, having a vision and uh, impairment, etc. Part of my role in St Matthew's is to serve communion. Now, you might think that 
a blind person um, or a, a person with disability serving communion is something they might not want to do. <laughs> but in actual fact, quite the opposite. Um, and everybody accom- uh, adapts to everybody else around them. That's right. That's right. That's wonderful, isn't it? And I'm sure you've... Well, have you got any communion stories? What are the issues when you're deafblind serving communion? It's watching um, to see who's coming behind you or in front of you, the person who is serving, and watching when people are coming up um, to the uh, to the front, etc. So it's um, a lot of it is watching and... Um, Making eye contact. Um, How do you do that when you can't see? That's what people would say. Ab, um, voice is one thing. Mm. And we did that at Seed. Mm. Julie's really good at voices. I can tell you now. <laughs> Following and voices. going around the room, <laughs> saying our names, where we were from, and she worked out where everybody was sitting in the room. And when she spoke, she spoke directly to the person. She turned around and she talked to the person. So... Um, we were all quite amazed at that. Well, we're amazed at you, Carolyn, and um, we'd just like to salute you for stepping up and going to Auckland and doing the leadership program, and you're already leading by example in the things that you do. And I love the simple idea of the Slice Club. You know, sometimes we think that as leaders we have to be these really big people and people of history or you have to be a politician or a, a rock star to be a leader, but, you know, doing something simple like setting up the Slice Club and getting the community around you at your workplace is, a, is showing signs of a, is great leadership. So all power to you and thank you for stepping up. We're going to have to end it there and um, say Merry Christmas to you, Carolyn, on the 1st of December. We hope we wish you and your family and your church family all, all the best. And you've been listening to the awesome morning show on Otago Access Radio with Carolyn Tregay from Otago Polytechnic. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.